This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. If, if we can't get an infrastructure bill in the summer, it, it's very unlikely that it could be done in the fall. That's former House Majority Leader Richard Gebhardt, president of the Gebhardt Group in Washington, in remarks he gave during this week's live virtual education at the Water Quality Association. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. Find us at WQA.org, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 165. Joining us for the first time? Well, glad you're here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show. The magic of podcasting. In this episode, we'll hear Leader Gebhardt's overview of how COVID-19 is affecting policy and politics in Washington and how difficult it is to predict which bills get passed and which candidates will likely win in November. Plus, I'll have our WQA tip. Now, let's listen in to the Honorable Richard Gebhardt from earlier this week during the Hot Topics and Advocacy session of our virtual education program on WQA Radio. much. Uh, it's great to be with all of you, and I, I hope and know that all of you are staying safe and sound and uh, keeping your family safe and sound. So it's great that we have this opportunity to use this webinar to try to communicate and find out what's going on. So I want to talk about the Congress uh, uh, schedule. It's obviously been upended by COVID-19. Congress was fighting before COVID-19 came on. They were fighting over appropriations and trying to get ready for the end of the year. But obviously, COVID-19 is throwing everything out the window. And uh, all they're doing now is trying to deal with it. And you've all read the articles and seen the interplay between the House and the Senate, the Congress and the White House on these basically stabilization bills that they've been working on. The last one, the third one, was a $2 trillion piece of legislation. It's the largest amount of money any Congress in history has appropriated. And the feeling is that much more is needed And if you've been reading and seeing the news in the last 24 hours, you know that Congress is working with the White House to try to put together the next, uh, the fourth bill to deal with stabilization. They've got to, they've got to replenish the fund for small business, the CARE Act, and they're trying to add some other features. One of their problems is, um, They're worried about bringing members back to D.C. because of the virus. And uh, so they're they're trying to work those problems out. The last bill, incredibly, the $2 trillion bill, was passed on basically by unanimous consent, which is highly unusual 
in both bodies. Uh, one Republican House member required members to come back, and he gained the anger of even his own Republican colleagues. So they're, they're going to try to figure out how to do remote voting, which has never really been done. But uh, indeed, if, if they can't get unanimous consent, then they're going to have to figure out how to get enough members back to get it done. Uh, all of this COVID-19 activity, and there will probably be more after this fourth bill, to be honest, uh, really means there's a huge interruption in the usual schedule of Congress with appropriations, defense policy bill. Both of those areas are areas where WQA and, and its members have been able to get important things in legislation. That's going to be much harder this year, although maybe later in the summer, they've got to get back to appropriations. They've got to try to do a defense policy bill, and there may be an ability to get something into those bills, we certainly will work with you to try to do that. Uh, the other big issue that we were looking at for WQA was the, the uh, much touted infrastructure bill, which was supposed to be done this year. And, and it may come later in the summer when they move past stabilization and try to start talking about how do we reignite stimulate the economy. Everybody's first candidate to do that is infrastructure. So many of the ideas that you all have developed uh, that you're interested in, there may be an opportunity. I don't know. It depends on how this whole thing transpires. But there may be an opportunity to get uh, some material into a, a big infrastructure bill if indeed there is one. So. Once you get into the summer, you're also into the nominating conventions uh, for president. We right now don't know if either of those will be in-person meetings or if they will be uh, virtual meetings. But uh, really after that, it's a race to uh, get the appropriations done, to get the big policy bills that have to be done before the election. And so uh, if, if we can't get an infrastructure bill in the summer, it's, it's very unlikely that it could be done in the fall. So that's kind of a overview of where things are in Congress legislatively. We can answer questions specifically about that. So let me now move to uh, politics. Um, <laughs> you're probably all tired of hearing about politics. But like everything, COVID-19 has completely rearranged everything and made everything totally uncertain in terms of politics. If you're a House candidate or you're trying to be a Senate candidate, uh, one of your problems now is that you, you can't have fundraising events. Uh, you're having trouble raising money. So it really has throwing a monkey wrench into what you would call normal political activity. In addition, uh, people running for office have trouble even getting to events or having events with their constituents or their prospective constituents. So all of that is really uh, uh, 
causing lots of problems uh, as we move into this election. So there's no there's no way to make predictions. So let me move for a moment to the um, uh, the administration of the election, which is now in a real turmoil. Uh, because there's such controversy about having people vote in person, and you saw that in the case in Wisconsin, uh, now the betting is that 60 to 70% of the ballots will be cast by mail in the general election in November. Uh, This is controversial. This will cause lots of uh, difficulties within the states with election officials that have to run these elections. Uh, I'm not sure that uh, all states will be able to do this uh, competently or well, but it's what we're left with. There's a lot of speculation about which party and which candidates this helps. Uh, Everything I've seen uh, on polling and on evidence is that we just don't know. There's no way of knowing which party it would help. Uh, and it's very uncertain in terms of those outcomes. Uh, when you get to the candidates for president, uh, again, to me, it is impossible to make any prediction of what's going to happen in this election. Uh, president Trump's polls at, took a spurt upward uh, when COVID-19 started. That's kind of gone back to normal. Uh, His polling is in the high 40s. Uh, And when you do a horse race between Biden and Trump, uh, Biden is ahead by about five points overall and only about one or two points in the six or seven pivotal swing states that will really decide the electoral outcome, the electoral college outcome in this election. So it's a fool's errand to try to make any prediction of who's going to win this race. It's entirely up to, as you would know, kind of what happens over the next six months. What happens to the economy? What happens with COVID-19? How fast can the country recover? Will be pivotal issues in who finally uh, comes out the winner uh, in the election. On the Senate, uh, the, the, the races are very close. As you know, the Republicans have a very small margin now, but uh, at least one of the seats now held by a Democrat in Alabama looks like a very tough seat for the Democrat to win. On the other hand, there are three or four Republican-held seats that might flip But anybody, again, who can predict what happens in the Senate is uh, much uh, clearer-eyed than I am. And I think most pollsters would agree. On the House, it looks uh, pretty certain that the Democrats will retain their majority in the House. They have a strong majority. And all of the evidence that I've looked at indicates that Not only will they hold it, but they may even pick up a a few seats in the House. So that's kind of a quick overview of both where Congress is and, uh, and, and where the election, what it looks like. 
Uh, we'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. It's been a real honor to represent all of you at the federal level, and we look forward to working with you strongly in the days ahead. Thank you. Now our WQA tip. Continue to check out the coronavirus resources on the WQA website. We've got HR tips and resources for you. We also have a video that steps through the various pages of content. And don't forget our update called COVID-19 and drinking water. Go to wqa.org coronavirus. If you missed any of our live virtual sessions this week, you'll still be able to see and hear a video replay throughout the year by going to wqa.org convention and clicking on the education tab. These are great resources for you and your entire team. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.